In this week's episode, I ask you to think about the following three words, when to compete. Welcome to the Three Word Podcast with author, speaker, and life coach, Lisa Thal. Well, welcome to the Three Word Podcast. And if this is your first time, a special welcome to you. And thank you to all the other loyal listeners that tune into the Three Word Podcast. So I wanted to share a story about this past weekend. I belong to a country club. As most of you know, I love golf. And with most country clubs, they have something that happens at the end of the season, which is called a club championship. So this event is always held towards the end, and it determines who is the best male and female member of that country club. And it's based off what you score. So here's what typically happens. You play over two days, and the player with the lowest score wins. Sounds easy, right? Well, there was a little different competition I was going up against this year, and I was competing against Mary Ann. She was a former University of Cincinnati college golfer. She's excellent. And she's about, let me say, about mm, 22 years younger than me. I actually even joked with her on the course. It's like, how's it feel to play an AARP member, right? And we would chuckle. But anyway, I do it because I love to compete. You know, you get on the tee box. If you haven't played golf, maybe you can liken it to a performance or a speech you're pumped up, your energy's high. You might be a little bit nervous on that first tee shot, but I call it, no, I'm not nervous. I'm excited. I'm excited to play. So here's what I understood. I understood playing against Marianne that I would probably have to play 36 perfect holes just to have a chance to beat her. See, in golf, you have a handicap and she's about a 4.9 and I'm a 11, 10.9 and 11. So it's a pretty big gap, but not so much of a gap you couldn't win. So after my first nine holes, she had a lead of about nine strokes. Not my best performance, I'd have to say. Plus, she was playing freaking lights out. So I knew I needed to turn things around for the next nine just to compete and stay in it before the next day. So what did I do? I got real focused. I stayed focused on what I was doing. And when I got to the 18th hole, I was literally one under par. I was playing lights out. The best nine holes I've ever played until, of course, I got to hole 18. If you're a golfer, you can understand this. So what happens on hole 18? I end up triple bogeying. It's like, oh, how did I let this happen? I'm having the round of my life. So what happened is I end up shooting two over. Day one ends. And where we were, we're about six strokes difference. So I'm still in it, right? So I sleep on it, think about the things I could do better. And there we go, day two. We're teed up together. We both start off with birdies, which I'm like, okay, here we go. Then the next hole we came to was a par three. And the par three has water on the left. And the tee boxes weren't where they were yesterday. They were a little bit further from the day before. So she misses right. I pull out a club. Boom, I hit it. It goes in the water. I'm like, oh, how can I do that? So you have to drop. That's another stroke. I chunked the shot to the green. The greens were really fast. And I guess at the end of the day, I basically gave her four more strokes. But I'm thinking and I'm saying to myself, keep competing. You still have 16 more holes. And by the way, she was having the round of the summer. She shared that with me. She was playing lights out, like I said. So what did I do? I kept focused on what I could control, which is my next shot. So a long story short, she ends up shooting a 74. She shot a 79 on the first day, which is excellent. Backed it up with a 74, her best round of the year. And in the end, yes, she wins the club championship. So what did I learn? 
What I learned more than anything is that I enjoy competing, especially at a high level. And why do I enjoy competing? Because when you compete against the best, you get better. And in the end, you're competing against your personal best anyway. I know you have somebody else that kind of pushes you along, but you learn and you grow from every situation you put yourself in. So some of you, you may have heard the phrase, golf is a game of inches. Well, just like the club championship, only one person is going to be holding that trophy at the end. But in business, it's the same. One person wins it over their competitors. See, the value you create and deliver is how you too will be measured. The salesperson and maybe even the sales organization who solves the client's problems always wins the business, especially if you can solve the problem before they even think it's a problem, that's even better. So think about this. Right now, your competitors are calling on your clients. And some of these competitors, they do pose a threat to you. They pose a threat not only to your relationship, but your income, your competition, Their intention is to take the business for themselves and their company, not even keeping you in mind because they're competing for the business. And sometimes maybe they achieve the goal. And then sometimes maybe you do lose the business. Do you know how I know this is true? Because each one of you, I'm sure, are calling on a company that belongs to your competition. So the question is, when and how do you compete to win? So the first question you need to ask yourself is this, are you committed? And what I mean by that is, are you all in? You've got to commit to being all in, or are you playing it safe? Are you playing small or are you all in to win? Become someone worth buying, worth doing business with. Here's when you know you're all in. You do what needs to get done when no one's watching. That's right. You do what needs to get done when no one's watching. And to win in sales, you have to believe you are competing. It isn't just enough to show up. What else do you do to compete? Well, you focus on creating greater value. See, there's no reason to focus on your competitor. You can't do anything about them, their approach, or even the way they lower their prices. Don't you hate that? But the way you do compete for a client's business is by creating more value than your competitor. You win by being more valuable to your client than the competitor. All right, here's another thought. Create a preference to work with you. And what do I mean by that? We need to spend more time on this concept to win the business. Clients decide that they want to work with someone more than the other person. It's just that easy. They're going to choose you or someone else. So when you lose, they decided they wanted to work with the competitor, right? So they had a reason not to work with you. So your approach to selling has to be a difference maker. So what's it like to work with you? Ask yourself that question. Would you do business with yourself? Ask yourself that question. Your business acumen and your situational knowledge, that'll help position you as the right partner. And then you'll see more competent and have more trust. So you've got to keep doing that. I had another thought. Make every interaction count. If you want to compete, make every interaction count. If you believe you're making another sales call, then you're not playing the game. You're not playing the game. When you think you are engaged in the sale, a situation where you can win or lose, you treat each interaction as if it's critical to you winning the business, now you're in the game. You have to think of every step of the sale, the follow-up, just to keep them and retain them. It's so important. And here's one other thought. Can you leverage every resource you have available? Think about that. 
to compete, it doesn't have to just fall on your shoulders. Engage with people on your team who may be able to bring maybe some insights to help win the deal. If you can, maybe bring your leadership into the process. If you can do things like visiting their site, meeting with their teams, just to have a better understanding of their world, do it. If you can invite them to your business location, brainstorm, have a meeting to share different ideas, make it worth their while to join you at your company's site, uh, you've got a huge advantage. So you've got to use every resource available to you to win. And I know we all want to win, and I certainly know we all want to compete at a high level. But think about this. Sales is a competition, and you are a competitor. Competing is a game, and there is a difference between playing the game and winning the game. It's not just simply as like wanting to win. It's about your commitment. It's about your conviction. It's about the confidence you have in yourself to always keep getting better and be successful. So I want to ask you the original question I asked you at the beginning of this podcast. When should you compete? And the answer is this, every day. Well, if you think someone could benefit from this episode, I invite you to share it, rate it, or subscribe for free at iTunes or Spotify so you don't miss out on the next three-word podcast. Find more episodes and get the book at threewordmeetings.com.